0: Now, it is my pleasure to present to you No Spin Homilies. This week's Gospel begins with Jesus once again being tested, in this case by a scribe who is a scholar of the law. And he asked Jesus point blank, which is the first of all the commandments? Now, it's important to realize He's not just talking about the Ten Commandments that God gave to Moses to give to the Israelites. It goes beyond that. God gave the Israelites additional commandments. You see that in the book of Deuteronomy. Above that, the Israelites themselves made man-made commandments or laws. So if you add all those commandments up, they total about 613 commandments or laws that the Israelites obeyed for their daily lives. Now, it's interesting. Half of the commandments or laws were positive, what you should do. The other half were negative, what you shouldn't do. Now, Jesus, being a good, pious Jew, he answers reciting a prayer. He says, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is Lord alone. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, and with all your strength. Now, if you are a first-century Jew, listening to how Jesus answered that question, you would immediately say, hey, I know that prayer that he's talking about. Now, that prayer was essentially given to the Israelites by God. And we see that firsthand in the book of Deuteronomy, chapter 6. In fact, we hear that in the first reading. God gives the Israelites this special prayer. And he says to them, Hear, O Israel. The Lord is God alone, and therefore you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your strength. Take to heart these words, which I enjoin on you today. Well, this is a fundamental statement of the Israelites as God's chosen people. The Israelites, like us, we believe in one true God. Now, if you are a devout Jew, you would pray this Shama prayer prayer several times a day. In fact, you would know it by heart. It'd be like us, knowing the Our Father or the Hail Mary. You know, when we hear someone else maybe praying it in the distance, we immediately say, yeah, I know what they're praying, the Our Father or the Hail Mary. Not only that, but this prayer was so important for you. As a first century Jew, you passed it on to your children, and your children passed it on to their children for generations and generations. Now, if you were a very devout Jew, you would take a thin cloth and write that Shema prayer on that cloth, and then wrap it around your forehead. It was a symbolic gesture of being wrapped up in that prayer. And that continues on in this day and age. I know I saw it firsthand when I lived in Israel. Now, this prayer is also very important for us as Catholics. Why? Because Jesus himself, in this solemn moment, when asked which is the greatest of all the commandments, he recites this special prayer that God gave to the Israelites, the Shama prayer. Now, as Christians, we are claimed by this prayer. And so what does this prayer really mean for us? Notice how it begins, Hear, O Israel. Now, the Hebrew word for hear or to listen Is Shama. That's why they call it the Shama prayer. When you pray this prayer, you are listening to God. Now, listening, we all know, is important in the spiritual life because we're listening to God. In the spiritual life, we don't determine our own path, we don't follow our own will, nor do we write our own story or agenda. We follow the will of God. That's what we're listening to when we pray. Now, this can conflict with some of the messages that we get in present-day society or our culture that tells us to value the self-determined person. Independence is best. Nobody should tell you how to live your life. Well, that attitude is so contrary to the Shama prayer. Again, the first part of the prayer, it says, Hear, O Israel. Well, that's us. It means we are spoken to by a higher power. Which is God Himself. Therefore, we're naturally compelled to listen. Now, Jesus says next Love the Lord your God with all your heart, your mind, your soul, and your strength. Well, what does that mean for us living in the 21st century? Well, the point here is God deserves our total love. Hold nothing back. Don't give God just a little bit of your time, don't give God just a little bit of your attention. Give him everything that you have. Tomorrow, on Monday, we celebrate All Saints Day. The saints were people who held nothing back. They listened to God throughout their entire lives, and they gave total love to God. And they did it in so many different ways. I'll give you one example. Mother Cabrini. Mother Cabrini was born in the 19th century in Italy. She was born two months premature. And therefore, she suffered from chronic health problems throughout her entire life. But that didn't prevent her from listening to God. And so she started her own religious order, the Missionaries of the Sacred Heart. Now, at the heart of, that, of her mission was to begin the work of evangelization in countries that didn't know Christ. And so she petitioned the Pope at that time. She wanted to go to China to establish missions there and begin the work of evangelization. Now, the Pope, he didn't send her to China, but he did send her to a missionary country, which is the United States. Think of it. In the 19th century, the United States was predominantly Protestant. There wasn't many Catholics there or churches. Also, the United States was going through the Industrial Age during that time. Many people were coming into cities to work in factories, and therefore they lived in poor conditions. There were very few schools and, or hospitals for the working poor. Well, Mother Cabrini, she listened, and she gave total love to God, heart, mind, soul, and strength. She established schools and hospitals in places like New York, Philadelphia, and Chicago, specifically for the poor. And that's just one example amongst hundreds and hundreds of saints that listened to God and then were compelled to love God with their heart, their mind, their soul, and their strength. They held nothing back. Now, what's always remarkable about these saints is they gave their love to God in so many different ways, whether it was caring for the poor, resolving conflict, teaching, preaching, Defending the church during times of heresy. The saints were soldiers and teachers, doctors, ordinary people like you and I. And that's so true of us. We come from all different walks of life, we come from different backgrounds and different occupations. But each and every one of us, in the midst of our diversity, we too can listen and hear God. Now, we do it in different ways. Through prayer, through Mass every weekend, through the sacraments, but also through the wisdom of a friend or a parent. That person is a gift given to us by God. God is working through that person to help us and direct our life. Now, in the last few minutes of this homily, what I want to do is I want to break down that Shama prayer or the greatest commandment that Jesus describes, to love the Lord our God. Now, first, love the Lord your God with all your heart. Well, how are we to do that? Well, the heart is symbolic of life, right? Without the heart alive and beating, our bodies can't live. Well, now, through the actions of our body, we share the gifts that God has given us. And in doing so, we actualize our faith. give you some examples. You sing well. Well, go join the choir or become a cantor. You love kids. You love to teach. Good. Become a catechist. You have a desire to serve the poor. Well, join the St. Vincent de Paul Society. When you do all those things, now you love the Lord your God with all your heart. Love the Lord your God with all your soul. Well, this speaks to the spiritual life that is always directed upon worshiping God. Whether we come to Mass every weekend or on holy days, we pray every day. We resist being distracted from the things of this world that tell us, you don't have to go to Mass, you you don't get anything out of that. Well, no, that's dead wrong. Instead, every time we come to Mass every weekend, we love the Lord our God with all of our soul. Love the Lord your God with all your mind. As I've said many times, faith won't grow if you don't want to know. We strongly believe in lifelong faith formation. Therefore, devote a portion of your day or a portion of your week, some time, to study aspects of our church, whether it's church art, art or architecture, music, history, or sacred scripture. When we do those things, then we love the Lord our God with all of our mind. Love the Lord your God with all your strength. Well, we all have strengths. Maybe it's our sense of humor. Maybe we are a people person. We love to visit people, especially shut-ins. You know, maybe we have the gift of numbers or science and we work in the healthcare field or in mathematics or in business. Maybe we have the gift of working outside. We love landscaping. Well, those are all strengths that you have. Well, share those strengths for the benefit of others. When you do that, you love the Lord your God with all your strength. Love your neighbor as yourself. Well, this assumes we naturally are able to take care of ourselves. We look after ourselves. We make sure we have food and shelter, and we are able to protect ourselves. Well, here the challenge is to show that same level of care to others. When we do that, we love our neighbor as ourself. One last thing. Notice what Jesus says to the scribe at the end. The scribe said to Jesus, Well said, teacher. You are right in saying, He is one and there is no other than he. And to love him with all your heart, with all your understanding, with all your strength, and to love your neighbor as yourself is worth more than all burnt offerings. Jesus saw that he answered with understanding and said to him, You are not far from the kingdom of God. Well, so too with us. We, too, understand the two greatest commandments. First, to listen to God, and then to love God with all of our heart, mind, soul, and strength, and then to love neighbor as ourself. We understand those commandments, and we live them out every day of our life. Then, we, too, are not far from the kingdom of God. And may the grace and the peace of Jesus Christ rest upon you always.